Welcome to Geek's Corner. I'm Mr. Daps. I'm Katie. And we're so excited that you're here tonight as we talk about a lot of stuff because a lot has happened since we were here last week. I know. You've been to Florida and back. I have been to Florida and back. And we also went to Disneyland after dark last night. And uh, there was a lot of things going on. And uh, we're happy you're joining us tonight as we talk about all of this. Before we get into Sweetheart's Night, though, um, I think we should start with Florida, don't you? Yes, I will say thank you for joining us on this. Oh, yeah, you uh, want to get into our stuff. See no, what no. happens when we're not on Tuesdays. I was going to say thank you for joining us on a Wednesday night. Yes. Um, I'm very excited to see you guys here on a Wednesday because the Tuesday thing was kind of last minute. We didn't really know what was going to happen last week, mainly because you thought Sweetheart's Night was tonight. Yeah. Not, I, I totally thought it was tonight. And not then, last night. And then we found out that it wasn't. And it was like, oh, we're doing this differently. That's okay. Uh, but I will say it was 40 degrees this morning. Mm-hmm. And uh, just like back in Florida, yeah, funny. Well, I think Florida was a little colder, yes, it was, but it was reminiscent of Florida where they, it was nice and cool. They put tarps on the flowers, yes, they did, they didn't freeze. That's they still froze, I think. Uh, and as... unfortunately, we have six more weeks of winter ahead of us, yes, because so. Punxsutawney Phil saw his shadow, yeah, which I, I always hope for like, I feel like I need to watch the movie now. Why didn't we do that? I don't know. We should have streamed the movie. We should Although have, then we wouldn't have had Geeks Corner. We so. should have had a Daps Watch. Daps Watch. Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day. Yeah. So that'd uh, be a good one. I always hope for six weeks or for early spring, um, but I feel like I never actually get it because even when they predict spring, it's always just cold. So yeah. I mean, and really, what does it mean? I would be curious. I don't know the origin story of the groundhog and the shadow and all of that jazz. And you know, I think that would be an interesting thing. I do somewhere, but I, I think, you know, th- somewhere. I think okay. that like you have to say the winter soldier activation words um, <laughs> because you in, have to find them. in elementary school, we like would read about it. And where it started and all those things. Um, it's one of those things of like, we're going to make a holiday educational. Did it start in Pennsylvania? Punxsutawney? I don't know. Oh, okay. I, don't know. I can barely remember yesterday. Okay. How I'm am I supposed curious. to remember elementary school? You never know. Should we move on? I guess. Okay. Happy winter, y'all. <laughs> Let's head on over to Florida where it felt like winter this week as well. Uh, me and Murray were in Florida this last weekend and we were able to see the star what is it the star blaster ship nova core star, star blaster, blaster ship. ship yes yeah I, that's a little bit it's, challenging it's a lot of words yes um anyway we were able to see it up close and personal this Ooh. is what it looks like and um last week we were talking about how it was 51 feet tall or it is going it is now 51 feet mm-hmm. tall and in the what three or four days between talking about it on geeks corner and being at epcot um it went from just being partially in place to hey that's a whole ship yeah and so i took this picture i believe on actually this was monday and uh i will admit it has made me so much more intrigued about this attraction really and I don't even know why other than it's becoming more real at some level that's fair and it it looks really cool and it's it's fun to walk around it and you see how many people are just like kind of taking pictures and gawking and and looking at it and there's some fun different places to look and then they've also got um, i'll put it back up in a second um but to the right of it where you're looking at it 
there's a row of trees that kind of head off towards what will be the play pavilion. Oh, yes, the play pavilion. But it's interesting because it's definitely uh, focusing your attention. If you're to the left of those trees, it's focusing your attention on the entrance here. If you're to the right of those trees, it's focusing you up towards uh, Mission Space and Future Play Pavilion. Hmm. And the most, I wish I had a picture of this, and I didn't take one because there wasn't really a good place to, is those trees kind of go in a row right between these two pavilions and it get wider. Mm -hmm. And my hunch is, is when these trees get bigger, they're going to help make that big blue building disappear. That's my guess, yeah. Yeah, but um, that was one of the unique things I thought looking at this and um, first being frustrated that the trees were in the way for me to take a more unobstructed view from the right where I felt the light was better the time I was walking around and then realizing, oh, these are to hide this building at some point. Can I say something controversial? Please do. I don't know that I have an opinion either way about this metal beam. In fact, oh, I don't care. I don't think I care about it. Well, and I don't think it's finished. Let's throw it back up here. If you look at concept the art, concept art has it look more like it's a docking a platform docking. Thing. I'm going to call it a docking pylon. It's a good word. I think it's going to be a docking pylon. I think it'll look great. And um, I don't think it will uh, it'll even matter to people when they're walking in because it'll look like it's landed there and it's on a docking. Like those things have to land somehow. It's yeah. Like... And even if uh, even if they didn't cover it, I just I don't know that I would be bothered. No, I'm not. Like honestly, when it and was I like love that, Epcot, <laughs> it fits. Like it looks nice. Yeah, but I'm like I don't. I yeah, don't know. I I don't think it's I think. Sometimes, what's the quote that they made for uh, um, Pollyanna? If it's... you can dream it, you can do it. <laughs> no, that's another one. But uh, uh, no, it's if you look for the bad in a person. Or what is it? If you look for the bad, expecting to find it, you surely will. Mm -hmm. And and I feel like that might be a case of like, uh, let's let's just whatever. Yeah. Um, other thing that I saw that actually really impressed me as well, and I love that they're not even trying to hide these things. They're like, hey, look, we're putting an attraction here. And here's the other one that they're working on. And I love how this is starting to look. Yeah. Um, this is from the People Mover right before you go into Space Mountain. Mm -hmm. And uh, it looks awesome from here. But as you back further away through Tomorrowland, mm -hmm. I think it it fits really well with Tomorrowland. Like, oh, yeah. It makes, it actually, I think, makes uh, Magic Kingdom's Tomorrowland look even more impressive and futuristic. I actually like a lot of Tomorrowland at Magic Kingdom. Um, but it's really cool from the people mover. In fact, I got stuck like just a little bit further on this for a few minutes and could see this really well. It wasn't good for a picture because it was a little bit more focused in. But um, um, it's really cool to see it come to life. And if you looked closely... Um, from a certain spot, you can see where the train tracks will be going through. And like, I walked around to the other side and that's really what I care about is like train. train. Well, the train, not just coming back, but the train going through this really futuristic attraction. So you've got like one of the oldest modes of transportation going under one of the newest modes of transportation. And that's only going to happen. This at Disneyland is the magic kingdom equivalent well, of our Disneyland. train going left. It is. It kind it of is. is. But yeah, that's a Disney thing that uh, really just creates, I don't know, 
it, there's something magical in seeing the really old and the really new coming together and it feeling natural in some weird way. And I understand they've been testing the train. So that's a good thing. I saw too. a video. Yeah. That's, that's so exciting. I cannot wait for the trains. Um, it's very funny. Uh, obviously, I have never been to Shanghai Disneyland. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's it's very funny to see the very iconic Tron coaster mm -hmm. imagery and being like, wait, that's in Magic Kingdom. Mm -hmm. um, it fits really well. Um, I will obviously argue that uh, Magic Kingdom's Tomorrowland is better than Disneyland's Tomorrowland all day long. Minus one thing. Space Mickey. Oh, yes. That is yes. Uh, that is my only reason to not level all of Disneyland's and Tomorrowland. And who would you like to thank for that? The Imagineer you like to thank. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're scaring me for a second. Yeah. Uh, Tom Morris. Yeah. Yeah. You should invite him on the show. You could talk about Space Mickey and Figment. You could Figment. talk about a whole a whole show on Space Mickey and Figment. Yeah. That would that, be pretty. It could be the whole show. That would be pretty epic, wouldn't it? I, I'd like that. You can do it virtually. It'd be great. You can do it from the comfort of your own home. Um, it is correct, Clocky. Shanghai does have no train. Therefore. Magic Kingdoms will be Magic better. Magic Kingdoms is automatically better. I will say, though, looking at the pictures, because Murray was at Shanghai Disneyland opening day. Mm -hmm. and his pictures and video of opening day there i think there is something more tron-ish about theirs oh yeah and this one has something more magic kingdom disneyland-ish yeah. like it feels different and um, it'll be interesting once it's finished if you think the same thing but um shanghai to me that whole area almost reminds me of like a futuristic spaceport or something and this feels a little bit pigeonholed actually it kind of reminds me of meet the robinsons <gasps> it's i mean it's not a bad thing it's just different like it's got that it's got that like oh here's space mountain and oh here's oh, this cool thing oh wait, wait 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 but you're you're confusing common mistake uh in meet the robinsons that is actually today land that is not tomorrow land but it reminds me of it of today land mm -hmm. yeah yeah I'm just saying people I just said it reminds me of Meet the Robinsons. I didn't say what it. Oh no, but it, it's okay. okay. I was just saying that people very frequently get those confused. I was just making sure that we had clarification. What's the show where tomorrow meets today or t I don't know. I don't know. Don't ask me That's about popping pop into my head from something. Um okay. That's I know great. about this much of pop culture. Okay. Although it's funny, the other day you asked me, "Oh, last night uh is you said, "What? what's that line? You were like, where we're going. Oh, yes, yes. And I was like, we don't need roads. We don't need roads. Yes. So I was I was useful for once. You you were. And and that was very good because I have gone on little to no sleep for the last few days, uh, mainly because I chose to stay in Epcot all day on Monday and fly back late on Monday and get up really early on Tuesday and then stay up at Disneyland really mm -hmm. late Tuesday and get home at like one something. And I slept for two hours and post, and post videos. I got four. I was good. Wow. Um, yeah. yeah. And so, I didn't get to take a nap this afternoon. Who so. knows what's going to happen. This could be a very interesting show. So uh, anyway, I'm really excited about the things that are coming to Magic Kingdom and Epcot. And it's fun to look at um, as you ride the monorail. And I didn't take a picture of this because I was filming, but um, looking in the middle area um, where those buildings used to be, mm -hmm. um, it's very interesting how much bigger it makes 
spaceship or earth look yes and it also is interesting because they've got it looks like the um the pathway that's going to go back basically from what was future world i guess world of celebration now into uh world showcase Mm -hmm. like you can see where it looks like the path is going to go because they have like orange markers um in the dirt that looks like that's a path and you can see just kind of a little bit of where where this is going to take shape or how this is going to take shape and in the coming months and hopefully not years um and then you can also see they're working on the moana thing and uh, the water and uh that's that looks like it'll be fun too uh and then there's all the old stuff and this actually i don't often push our vlogs on geeks corner but you really if you have interest in um festival of the arts food you might actually want to watch these vlogs because murray and i gamified food tasting every day we rated our top three and then rated everything for the day like from what's the best to not best and there wasn't any bad so i'm not going to say worst Mm -hmm. uh, but best to not best that we flavored and then over the course of of the three days or whatever we were at festival of yeah, Festival of the Arts, we ranked our top three and then our least favorite as well. And I will say, nothing was bad. I was very pleasantly surprised. And I also loved that everything we got was on a pretty plate. Like, it was just a white plate and it looked classy. Mm-hmm. And I had this realization that I like festival food on white classy plates better than I like them in, like, Disney, um, like, the cups with all the designs on them. That's fair. It just, it really elevated the experience, and that was a lot of fun. All right, enough about that. One other thing, though, I did at Epcot that I think you'll enjoy. Um, we like to go on photo adventures. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things I thought would be fun is to uh, see different places to watch Harmonious and mm-hmm. see how it changed the experience. So Friday night, what did I get there? Yeah, Friday. No, you Thursday, got there Thursday night. Thursday night, um, I got there just for the evening mm-hmm. after I flew out. This is where I watched Harmonious from. In fact, I took this picture, has not been edited. That's also without a tripod, so I'm kind of proud of that one. Um, but I, that's from the second level of the, the Japan Pavilion up on that balcony. And we've we've watched there before mm-hmm. um, with our friend Victoria. But um, so I was like, oh, that's fun. This is pretty whatever. Like, there's nothing hugely... Um, groundbreaking about this but it, it looked nice okay and you can see everything from from there and most importantly me being by myself i wasn't in the middle of a really big crowd mm-hmm. i was like i don't want to be you know in the middle of that next night i was actually originally going to watch disney enchantment and then as the night progressed it was getting increasingly busy on main street mm-hmm. and in the hub and i'm like i have a tripod but that i just don't want to be crammed with people mm-hmm. i'm gonna go find another place for uh for harmonious and this kind of became a thing because once you've done it twice you know then you have to keep doing it so i went to china and have you even seen these no okay you sent me oh the picture of the picture picture. of you taking the picture so i went to the back of china and it was really a fun place to shoot from that's a really fun picture this is unedited too like gorgeous and and that's just like it's not actually representative of what it'll be because that's not exactly what I was seeing but um, it was really fun and I moved around a couple places back there so Murray shows up following morning at ridiculously early and I stayed out too late so I was a little bit tired and grumpy but that happens and, and so I'm like hey no can we watch, you don't get tired and grumpy can we watch Harmonious from another place and he's like yeah sure and so we watched Disney on Broadway mm-hmm. fourth row with the wow. Newsies people which was great wow and then we stepped 100 yards or whatever away and we watched from a different place in the Japan Pavilion. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
And I actually moved around during this one too, um, just because it was fun. But it was kind of a unique photo adventure. And it's a little bit washed out, but in the bottom middle, you can see the screen there. Like yeah. the big circle Stargate thing. And then finally, the last night that we watched Harmonious, which was Sunday night, um, we decided to do something in your honor. In my honor? In your honor. What? We went to Canada. Oh, this that's... is up on the top level of Canada. And and that's the store on the right. And then the totem poles. <laughs> I got to put this back on. We made Katie cry because we, we watched uh, Harmonious from back there. Um, but yeah, so uh, all of those were, other than the first night, were on a tripod and 10 seconds long and um, 100 ISO. And um, I think I had it around like, I think my F-stop was like 10 or something, if you want to try this. Um, but <laughs> drink your water. I'll keep talking for you for a minute. Um, but uh, the interesting thing was I learned that you really don't need to see the screens and the barges to enjoy the show. In fact, in many ways, I enjoyed the fountains and the fireworks more with the music without like really focusing on what the animations were. Yeah. And that was kind of weird to me. And it made me think like, or armchair Imagineer, if you will, we could bring back if I were in charge. <laughs> I honestly, if I were in charge, I would have done World of Color there with that show. Like the World of Color water platforms okay. underneath. I see that. So they could pop up. You could have the screens be the projectors. Like, you know, the water yeah. things. And I think you could get basically, like it'd be a little bit different with the fireworks, but I think you could still do it from water launched fireworks i think you can get almost the same effect and have it be um way more shocking and impressive if you were to do it from basically underwater and it pops up in dark anyway that was my nutshell of a trip that was great did you like that yeah that's awesome right. um but no i really enjoyed seeing harmonious four times in four different locations and uh, i highly suggest it in fact um, we were talking about how fun it would be to try it from different places because we didn't hit all the pavilions, obviously. And then even um, different places around Epcot to try to get some artsy um, shots like that. All right, moving right on. We talked about Novacore. Yes. <laughs> Guardians. This will be quick. Yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 will be the last movie with this cast of Guardians. What do you think about that? I think it's fine. I actually do too. And I would be okay actually if we didn't have volume three. So would I. I'm, I'm kind of in that like, I'm ready for a new story. I'm so, good. so here's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> and if you have spent more than five minutes with me in person, you've ever brought up the MCU, you've ever brought up the Guardians uh, stories with me, you will know that when I think of Guardians 2, Oh, you start going into... Uh, I go the, uh, into the Sailor Say Brandy. That part is hilarious. You're a fine girl. That actually makes me want to watch the movie again what every time you say good that. wife you would be. It's That's all so... I think about. So Guardians 3 can't top that. The one thing I'm looking forward to <laughs> with, go with Volume 3, though, <laughs> we get a new soundtrack. <laughs> and that will be fun. That is true. Like, that actually... Or uh, they call it playlist, don't they? Or... um. Awesome mix. Awesome mix. Thank you. Um, anyway, so I think that'll be interesting. And I also think it's interesting that it's with the current Guardians, which implies there's a whole new... 
Well, there's always potential, especially with the multiverse. I think that's the biggest thing is that there's always potential of somebody picking up the mantle, um, which was already the plan. Their ship just explodes and they all die and then some new people come along. <laughs> I don't know. It just popped into my head. I don't know where to go after that. So yeah, I don't know. Like there's, there's lots of uh, mixtape. That was the word I was looking for. Thank you one. Um, yeah. Anyway, we will see what happens. I'm looking forward to the holiday show though. Like I'm actually looking forward to that more than I am. Unless the ship three. blows up and they all die. And then they come back because it's multiverse and you can mess with time. Anything can happen. We now know. Uh, it's just like the comic books. Uh, let's move on to Disneyland After Dark. Shall we? Last night was Sweetheart's Night and uh, we were there and I will toot our own home, horns a little bit. We had doop, a doop. great team and we got so much video last night. Yes, we did. Um, I will be editing this for... Ever. Probably. Like, we will just keep watching our channel. We'll have lots of stuff coming up. Um, before we talk too much about it, we're going to share with you a highlight, I think. Okay. Of... of Sweethearts. Now. I'm going to cry again. Probably. Yeah, so that is Fat Cat Swinger on these parties known as the Aristocats. Yeah. Which I thought was very fun. And uh, they were joined each set by three sets of Disney royalty. 
Mm-hmm. Um, last night it was Cinderella and her prince, uh, Aladdin and Jasmine, and then also uh, Ariel and Eric. Mm-hmm. And um, I presume that could change as these you never things know. go on. Like that seemed like a very easy to swap out, and you could see other people. But uh, that was that was really cool. And um, and I showed like it's not the best video skills on the planet, but uh, mainly because people were dancing and it was trying to get through them all. It was cute. But um, but I wanted to show what that whole area looked like. They had the band in the middle, they had the the princes and princesses um, around there. And um, they were all socially distancing, which mm-hmm. I thought was uh, really good, but also just a stark reminder that we're still in the middle of a pandemic, which uh, um, I thought was, I, I, I give points to Disney for that. Yeah, definitely. Um, and they, they did a really nice job. Like Aurora and, and Prince Philip were close, but you know, like they were coupley, but they weren't like yeah. right next to each other and they had their distance and stuff too. So that was um, interesting. I think for me, Fat Cat was definitely a highlight of the night. Yes. Um, they played some of, they had so much new music first off. It was so good. All of it, Disney. Yeah. Um, I actually think my favorite, and you can answer in a second, um, was your welcome along with this one. Um, but they did your welcome from Moana and it was, it was just awesome. Like the energy and the excitement, like it was just awesome. Um, what was your favorite? Uh, rainbow connection. Is and one other, there. like rainbows, like a, a given. Dos origuitas, whatever shut up i only took two years of spanish i didn't take any so you, you took said anything none and I'm like, oh, okay, you that's good. took french yep. um anyway marco did a beautiful job that like, was it beautiful. was like i think there's people crying it took my breath away yeah. honestly um and i've uh i've loved how much marco has stepped into singing in the last mm-hmm. couple years uh it's made me very happy and last night like i the second it started i was like <gasps> and uh i started recording because it was it was, it was gorgeous and so uh, i'm very happy that they did that and i was just happy to see Encanto in the parks yeah it was nice. i think that's actually the first time we've heard a a song from Encanto in the parks yeah live. it is like i don't know that i've heard any of the other bands do that yet so that was super cool um but they had like they had this Swiss Family Robinson polka. They had Swiss um, polka. Yeah, who would have guessed? Not me. Like, it was super cool. And I'm trying to think of uh, uh, if I didn't have you from Monsters Inc. They had uh, this is uh, the second start of the right. They had Can You Feel the Love Tonight? Yeah. They had I'm spacing because there was so much. It's um, hard when there's four sets. And, and we have all four sets recorded. Three of them are already up. I'm going to try to get um, the set times and songs mm-hmm. on the description so you can just go to the song you want to. Maybe even cut them up at some point um, yeah. if, if I have time. <laughs> but um, totally check these videos out because they were super cool. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. There were so many really there's good a lot. songs. Like my, my mind uh, was They did So This Is Love. Yep. Which was stunning. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to think. But it is the theme from Up, which was very cute. Uh, yeah, it also. Uh, and it had the spirit of adventure, too. And I was going to say that was something that felt like a spiritual following. Um, not to get mushy, but uh, previously at Sweetheart's Night, uh, Tim Gill and the Tim Gill All-Stars was who played 
these events. And unfortunately, Tim Gill is no and longer. That song you always heard with him us. At and yeah, you always saw him seeing or hear him at Pixarmonic. Yeah. So that kind of, uh, and also people that he played with were there. And so it was kind of this like, yeah, almost like nice... Tim Gill was there. Yeah, there uh, was they also nice... did Remember Me. That was yeah. what I was also thinking. Oh, that one was the one I loved. Uh, and that actually that came top three. right either right before, or right after Spirit, uh, Spirit yeah. of Adventure and uh married life and they talked about how there's people that are no longer with us that yeah. you always remember and that you carry with them and yeah. it was it was very it good. was beautiful and, and i remember me i was actually trying to remember what was that duet i really loved i was like what and, duet did marco and mark do yeah and it was mark he did it in english marco did the spanish yeah. and then they came together and it was so good it and, was honestly that was that was fat cat swinger doing what fat cat swinger does best um, and, and in some ways better than they've ever done before yeah. um, just because of the sheer amount of new music that I've never heard before. And I hope we get to hear again. Like, yeah. I really hope the average day guest gets to hear a lot of these songs because every arrangement was great. Yeah. And, and every guest was enjoying it. And it was Disney. Like I was sitting there going, if I was a Disney executive tonight, I would be in like I'd be like sign this band for everything right now because mm -hmm. you knew you have a new front band. Like you could mm -hmm. use them for Saturday nights when you bring swing dancing back. Mm -hmm. You could use them for any of the festivals. Well, and and uh, in 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 my perfect world, um, if it wasn't a pandemic, I know that we're in a pandemic and social distancing is important. Uh, at '80s night, they recreated Videopolis and they made the Videopolis stage and had a dance floor. Yep. That would be my perfect venue for something like this. You put Fat Cat there. You have that giant amphitheater. Yeah, let them really go crazy. Yeah, like dance floor, amphitheater, yeah. seating, all of those things. Yeah, I think that actually was the one thing I would have changed, if anything, is I would have made it less ball and more big band. Yeah. Um, because their music was perfect. And I really just wanted them to, to jump not around. be so, <laughs> like, and Mark actually started jumping like he was he did. Pretty, like he held it in at the beginning and then as it moved forward he, he jumped around <laughs> welcome to geeks corner plus by the way um hey! you're welcome this one's for you clocky uh but um but no it was super cool um the fireworks i actually thought were really really good and uh we've got videos of those up as well um the it only thing i would have changed okay and we've talked about this mm -hmm. is i would have kept everything the same yes for the most part. And then at the end, after, was it True Love's Kiss with the end of that? Yes. I would have gone into a reprise of Tale as Old as Time from the very end of the animated version of Beauty and the Beast. It did feel weird that there was no exit music to the show. No, um, I would have had that where I the know. big fireworks. Go. I know. But I was saying that also they could have added uh, something yeah, yeah. like well, and then, and then you could have gone into the the 90s version of Beauty and the Beast behind it. That's what and I was that thinking. that would have been beautiful. Um, yeah. But I do love that they ended on True Love's Kiss. That I was, was right. I was surprised. It was really, it was a really fun show. I was surprised that we saw any enchanted representation at all. Yeah. Makes sense though. It does, but we don't this see it very often. This is the Disney often. Synergy and there's a new movie coming up. Synergy. Disenchanted, um, it's coming soon. But I was excited um, to see True Love's Kiss in a fireworks show. Yeah. Oh, totally. And I would, I would love to hear more of that music in the parks too. Um, I would have loved that cat. Do you want any songs from there? I don't know. I only caught the first and fourth set. Because honestly, now that we're talking about this, how does she know would have been perfect. I was thinking um, uh, that one would be great, but also the, the dance song, the uh, so close or whatever with that band, with the piano player, whatever, like have Mark sing it. 
like and then in a perfect world you'd have marco do a really cool sax solo also and that just be like home run everybody's you know grand slam home run be awesome uh we really enjoyed that cat you can see that was definitely the highlight uh but Um, to touch on some other things that we saw at sweethearts night mary poppins and bert it was a jolly holiday oh my gosh uh Mary was in her nanny outfit. Um, Bert was as a chimney sweep. Uh, there, are, I kind of called them their non-chalk drawing because when we see them in the park, it is yeah. a chalk drawing. Yeah, that's that that version. Um, chalk isn't what you draw with, not the hospital in Orange County. Yes, which we support wholeheartedly. Uh, but we got to see them in those outfits, which we haven't seen them in in a very long time. No, that was really cool. Um, and it was, they were delightful. And, and I was trying to remember, is the last time we actually saw them in those outfits back by the 50th or Million Dreams or something? Like, I have, it has I to be. I vividly remember them that all the time. And in fact, I can remember Mary Poppins and Bert doing chalk drawings, I think, in those outfits behind <laughs> the castle. And um, I, I will also say, um, it reminded me a lot of Sweethearts Night 2019 when they were kind of wandering through. One of through, my best pictures of One of your time. best pictures. They were wandering through Town Square. If you'd have warned me, I would have had it ready to go. Yeah. Or they were wandering through the hub. Yep. And no one was talking to them and they were just talking to each other. And it was very sweet. And you got that picture of them looking down Main Street together. Which that brings up a good thing is they did a nice job this time of expediting queues. So people yeah. weren't standing in them all the time. So you did see more people walking around. And I don't know that it was actually busier. I just think people could do more because they, you know, they doubled up lines and they had more photo ops spread out more strategically. And I will get into that. And they, um, the characters I thought were more spread out strategically as well. And it was done in a way where you could just walk by and snap a picture in of most, most cases, not Snow White not and, Snow White. um, and her prints, but, um, that was pretty much it though. The only thing you couldn't snap a picture of. Yeah. And we couldn't find the Zootopia crew. They were supposed to be in Critter Country. I don't know. We couldn't, I couldn't find, find them. them. Uh, but we hit almost every character. Um, we didn't see, I didn't see Hercules and Meg. I did. You did. So we did kind of get them. And um, um, was there anybody else we missed? I don't, uh, you saw, <laughs> you saw Stitch and Angel. Yeah, that was fun. Um, no, I think we saw pretty much everybody. Yeah. Um uh what was your favorite character team? Was it 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 was Marion Bird. Marion Bird. Uh also because uh they were this very sweet and because they they were up on the train station but they didn't they have having... a ton of people unfortunately. That's a hard so location because they is, but it normally kind of out of the flow. When it's a Mickey or a Minnie, there's a lot of people around. Bernard and Bianca were there and they were very Yeah, cool. they were in New Orleans Square. Oh, and so was uh Tiana and Naveen Tiana in their Naveen. like in their restaurant outfit. Their New Orleans club, jazz club. Which I loved. Like that was so classy and yeah. cool and I was like that's a great sweater vest. Anna and Kristoff were also there thinking through and they were super cute also they were. like i forgot about them yeah they were super cute um oh we didn't see rapunzel and uh, flynn flynn yes but, but they're in the park all the time so um that was okay no there was no max and roxanne um we did see um uh atlantis we saw mr Naps in the flesh so <laughs> we were standing we were talking by what was the uh where the atlantis uh, unit was meeting basically by launch bay basically by launch bay right in front in that area and uh we're sitting there we're talking and mr daps is not wearing these glasses if you go to last night's photos you might be able to see uh, you're wearing more of the wiry um 
they're wire rings. octagonal yeah. um, glasses. Mm-hmm. And there's this couple walking by and they're looking at the line. And I just hear the guy go, oh, I thought the guy in the tie was Milo. <laughs> and then he did not hear it. No. And I look at him and I go, someone thought you were Milo. And he goes, who? And I was like, they said the guy in the tie. I thought he was Milo. And then everyone kind of went, I can see it. Yeah. We were talking to a couple of hosts. It was pretty funny. <laughs> So, uh, Halloween costume? Hmm. He doesn't wear a hat. He doesn't wear a hat? No. Uh, uh, I do have a question for you, though. Okay. So, there's several more of these things happening throughout the month. Mm-hmm. What would be your tips for people who want to get the most out of it? Like, how would you do it? Because it's impossible to do everything. Yes. Like, there's just no, like, we had a whole team there, and there was no way we could do everything. And we were hoofing it the entire night. Like, Every one of us, every one of us were working it, whether it was videoing fat cat, running and getting pictures, running and getting short videos, like we did it all. Um, What would be your tips for someone who's going to the next one on, I think, Thursday night? Uh, Yeah, tomorrow night. Uh, My tips would definitely be to uh, look at the maps that were posted. Mm -hmm. Um, Not to look at on our article. It has everything that you can do. Yeah, so I would I would get an idea of that and kind of go old school and like star what you want to do, mm-hmm. um, the things that are most important to you. Uh, for us, the, one of the most important things was Fat Cat Swinger, so we prioritized that very high. Um, for me, something that was very important was the Tangled Photo Op. Um, which they doubled up. Which I would like to say with photo ops, there's also a Tony's. Uh, they turned Plaza Inn into oh, yeah, yeah. Tony's. And you can go and you can with with your sweetheart and eat spaghetti and it's very cute. Like you're in Lady and the Tramp and there's two photo ops. So they're sending people doubles. You know what would have been really cool? And maybe they did this and I don't know what that one. You know how they did the, I think it was in the um, My Disney Experience app for a while. They had that little magic thing where it was kind of like on um, Snapchat. Where oh. it would like do that. Yeah. Like I'm sure there's a magical way, like a magical photo or whatever. Um, that they could have done something like that. Yeah. And I feel like people would have just eaten that up. And and you do get free photo pass. Yeah. You've paid for it because of your paid for the <laughs> yes. ticket. But um, you do get free photo pass. And I think that's a good point, though, that you brought up is strategize. Like, you mm-hmm. are not going to be able to do every photo op. Pick you're what's n- most important. <clears throat> yeah. And you're not going to be able to meet every character. No. So I would pick, you know, like, what's your top two? For sure. And, and then that's still you'll gonna be take time. pleasantly surprised if you get to do more. Yep. Um, the other thing we discovered is you can mobile order the food before the party starts. So if you do want uh, festival mm-hmm. f- or festival food, party food, uh, party food, um, order it earlier in the day. And then I would probably like have it show up as close to eight o'clock as you mm-hmm. can. So you can just get it. Like then you don't have to worry about the lines getting longer or something. Something entertainment I didn't talk about. I'm so sorry. I would, I would be remiss if I didn't say it. Uh, at one point I went and I ate mozzarella sticks and French fries in the Golden Horseshoe, and there is a like a mini Golden Horseshoe review in there. And I have acquired video of it that will be up soon. It is so fun. Mm-hmm. Yep, we will have video of that up as well. And uh, in the video, every video we we post of that will end up on the article. Like yes, yeah. we've got that all set up. So. Um, that will be a lot of fun as well. Um, there was also a jazz band on the Mark Twain. Yeah. There was a ukulele uh, duo that was over in Adventureland that uh-huh. I really wish we could have seen. We just didn't have time. 
Um, and and that is the common theme you're going to hear a lot. It's only four hours. And honestly, if we hadn't filmed all of Fat Cat, we probably could have done... done a run by of mm -hmm. everything. Um, but that's that's not relaxing and that's not a party. That's covering for daps. Like that's us working the night, which we did. Um, we did. Yeah. Like, we also had fun. We had a like, that's what we do. It's but fun. we Fat Cat was our priority. We've been talking yeah. about this. Yeah, and this is what we were most excited about. Mm -hmm. And we made it a priority, and it's what we did. Like, this was our top thing. We pretty much said, if we do nothing else, this is what's important to us. So final question. Is it worth the price? Yes. Okay, there you go. It's worth the price. Um, I'm. It's going to take a lot for me to say no. My one critique, and I, I made it. this critique as we were walking around last night. I feel like it's a little bit of a bummer for the day guests, and I understand it. Yeah. But basically, Adventureland, they closed a half, at least a half an hour before the park closed, and mm -hmm. you couldn't go on any of the attractions. And as much as I selfishly am like, nope, party starts at 8, need to get them out. Like, mm -hmm. I do think you should be able to go on the attractions right up until the park closed. Yeah. Um, because you spent the money, and, and I get that, and you're already getting a shorter day, which I'm assuming you know about when you bought your tickets. Good thing. But, you know, I, I just, that was one of those things where I was like, hmm. I don't know how I feel about that. And it's it's not necessarily a this is wrong or right. It's just a, it had me thinking as we were walking through Adventureland and I noticed that. Um, finally, we've talked about lots of things tonight and we're going to talk about what we don't talk about. And that's Bruno. Yay! This song, yeah. number one on the Billboard Hot 100. You know what I have the to say? album... Mm -hmm. In its entirety, mm -hmm. is number one on the the Billboard. I think it's two hundred. Mm -hmm. What do you have to say about that? Here's what I have to say about that. Anybody who is claiming that home releases are a bad thing, <laughs> yeah, no, quite honestly, mm -hmm. um, there was a lot of people not going to theaters when Encanto was out in that was in November, yep. end of November, beginning of December. Yep. Um, people were really worried about going home for the holidays and getting sick. And they were avoiding things like that at all costs. And the second this went into home entertainment systems is the second this blew up. Mm -hmm. It was already being talked about when it was in theaters. I'm not going to discredit this in any way. It's a great movie. Um, and the people that went and saw in theaters were loving it and they were talking about it. But when it became accessible and more accessible to everybody, that is when this blew up. Well, and I think there's a lot of disruptive innovation happening right now. Mm -hmm. um, one of the things I think that you could definitely see happen is you have a movie like this that really is a family movie. Uh, most younger families at that point in their life don't have a ton of discretionary income to be taking four, mm -hmm. six a lot. people to a movie when it's what, 11, 13, $15 a pop. Mm -hmm. Like you've now spent close to a hundred dollars, which in my family growing up, that would feed you for a very long time. Like if, and especially in California, everything's expensive here. It's so true. I could see the true, like, Hey, this is, let's say it's a hundred dollar excursion. Maybe you go in the afternoon. So it's a $60 excursion. Um, if you do it, you know, with that way. Or for eight bucks, Disney Plus, whole family can watch it. We can sing along. We can pause it and go to the restroom mm -hmm. and not miss anything. We can get more snacks, all of that stuff. And and it's a beautiful movie, mm -hmm. but it's not something that absolutely has to be seen in a theater, I don't and, think. And then when your kids go, I really want to watch that movie again. You put it on again. You can. And you can. 
Um, as opposed to Spider-Man No Way Home, I feel like really did benefit from the movie going experience. Mm -hmm. Like there's so much going on and it's so big and detailed. And yes, that kind of stuff does happen. And if you've seen any Easter eggs in Encanto, you know there's some fun things happening in the background. Mm -hmm. But um, with things like Spider-Man, there's so much going on that it actually is a more enjoyable experience the first time you see it mm -hmm. on on the big screen you know i think but i think that's where you're writing that the first time that you see it yeah um i yeah i'm an extremely cautious paranoid person um i have not been doing a ton of extra things besides going to work and going to disney with my can 95 mask on <laughs> um that's pretty much all i do um but i saw spider-man in theaters but I was only willing to see it that one time. Yeah, I don't think you need as, to go. Well, but as great as it was, and I, I wanted to watch it more, I have not been... It'll get it'll get home released at some eventually, point. Eventually. Yeah. But I was like, I was worried about going to a theater. I was like, I'll do it once. And as much as I would like to see it again, but I think I can't pull that off. Marvel movies, Star Wars movies. I would actually say Pixar movies just because Absolutely. of the way most of them are They're made. Beautiful. Um, like, those really benefit from the movie going experience at least once at least once and and honestly encanto probably is one of those i agree um, I just didn't see it, it just didn't work out you know and but it does open up the possibilities especially for people with kids that you know maybe don't want to pay for a babysitter too it's true like i mean that just adds up super fast so, also some people like kids can't really sit for an hour and a half yeah i know when i watched encanto i watched i think the first 45 minutes then actually got up because I had an appointment and I had to go somewhere. I watched on New Year's Day. Um, and then I came home and I watched the rest. And it was like there a nice go. like lay in bed type of thing. There you go. All right. But congratulations to both the song and the movie. Uh, looking forward to seeing where it goes next. And and I do love that we got to hear some music from it at uh, Disneyland After Dark last night. Thank you, Fat Cat Swinger. And uh, thank you for watching. Katie, what should people do? You should go to napsmagic.com. Check out all the Disney and Geek news as it happens. Subscribe to your mailing list so you don't miss anything. And make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel so you don't miss any of the videos that we have going up from Disneyland After Dark. And my trip to Walt Disney World. I will be editing until the cows come home, apparently, and then some. Uh, but we hope you've enjoyed our show tonight. That is all the time we have for you this week. So we will see you around the corner. Bye. Bye.